0: This is Sarah Westcott. This is Katie Willie. and this is
1: To Be Read. Right? Yeah. <laughs> where, we, where we talk about books and the cocktails that go with them. We've been doing this for two fucking years already. I know. I
0: know. It came up on my memories. I was like, holy shit! Can you imagine how famous we've gotten? Oh my god! Oh my god! We must be so famous with our our you know seven listeners. If yep. that. There we go. That's
1: about it. How are we you? Love
0: it. I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um. It was Thanksgiving just a couple days ago. It sure was. It, it's it's still Thanksgiving weekend. I call it Thanksgiving weekend. Um, it was wonderful. It's my favorite day of the year. Um, how about you? How was your? How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, very enjoyable. Yeah. It was.
1: Uh, I think it was the most well timed food that I've done in a while. Oh, like, really? I'm usually, I when my host, I usually have something that.
0: Whether done, it's, it's what, not time Right. Whether I it's something I
1: brought or something somebody else brings and they're like, oh, it just needs to go in the oven for a half an hour. And I'm like, great. Yeah. So for me. <laughs> I just pop that in while the turkey cools down over here for extra time. Um, but it worked. It worked very well. It was very nice. It was the smallest group we've had in a while. Other Yay. than the year of COVID where it was just the four of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was definitely the biggest turkey I've bought. It was a nice big twenty three pound turkey. Dude, we
0: had eight. We had eight people, so it was you know me and the, me and John and the kids and both sets of our parents. Yeah. So eight people, twenty four pounds. Yeah. We 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 John, yeah. John rifles through to find the biggest. The biggest, because yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. If you're gonna go
1: through all the effort of cooking the turkey, you exactly. might as well have a shit ton of leftovers. Yes,
0: exactly. I mean, we're gonna be eating that fucking leftover, those leftovers for a while. Yep. I mean, just keep going in there and picking at them. What's and your, I
1: love turkey. I was cold, gonna so. say,
0: what's your favorite thing to do with them? I don't, so I, I used to make hot turkey sandwiches. Okay. Haven't done that in a long time. Like, it's just one of those things where the kids didn't really like, the kids don't like gravy that much. I don't either. So I love gravy. Yeah. I love, love, love gravy. I could like legitimately just drink gravy. <laughs> um, so. I really just put it on like I'll I will heat up all my sides as like you know for yep. leftovers and then I'll just put cold turkey on top oh. like I just like cold turkey it tastes fucking great so ain't nothing wrong with it nope A little salt on it yeah delicious I always
1: need salt yeah always. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. just, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there's so many things that people do with it. And I'm like, I do the same thing. And really all I do is just heat up the leftovers until I'm sick of eating the that's same That's exactly dinner. what I do. That's what I do too.
0: I mean, we've done it the last couple of nights in a row. Yep. So I, and I don't get sick of it. I don't get sick yeah. of it. Like, I mean, stuffing and freaking turkey. Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. Ate and ate all of our leftover mashed potatoes that day. So. <laughs> So there was none. I made the most ridiculous amount of mashed potatoes because everybody bitches about how like you don't ever have enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we had plenty of leftovers and ate it and ate it within fucking hours of like dinner. That's hilarious. You're going to turn into a fucking potato dude. It's fucking crazy. But other than like we had a great we had a great time. It was fun. Um, uh, I I just love, love, love. Love that
1: day. Yep. Me too. <laughs> and I love hosting. Like yeah. I, I, the night before, I'll be all sorts of anxious about the fact that I need to make sure everything's timed yeah. and getting up and doing the last cleanings and stuff like that. Because we don't, I don't clean that much until like Wednesday night, Thursday yeah. morning. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no fucking point in cleaning it ahead of time. Right. Exactly. Uh, other than you know, like general maintenance of the house. But we've talked about housekeeping. Yes, we've we have. T- we've talked about that. We've talked about applying but i just i very much enjoy waking up getting it going getting the turkey going and like that load of getting the turkey in like yes. when it's supposed to be is like yes okay everything yes. is going to be good from here on out exactly
0: i i'm, I'm the same way as you cuz you know i host as well and it's just um i think this year was one of the first years and i've been doing it for i don't know yep. 15 years um, I think this year was one of the first years where it was like everything was done at the right time, yeah. like nothing. I wasn't scrambling around trying yep. to figure out what I was missing. It just, it, everything felt felt perfect. And it was my first one in this house. And mm-hmm. I was super excited about yes, that. Yes, you were. So um, anyway, let's move on from Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right, <laughs> um what have you been reading katie anything anything other than our Um, podcast so i
1: finished it starts with us the colleen hoover book the second one it was just as cute and light as i expected it to be yeah um feel good ish not great prose or anything but you know it was enjoyable and and quick read um and then i read our this book and then um i just recently read ban this book by alan gratz it's actually a young adult book um alan gratz is one of adam's favorite authors and I happen to be browsing for other books for, okay. like, the ones that I keep sending you that we're going to add to the list. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so yeah. So I was like, yeah. I need to buy more books. Yeah. Um, and I had a coupon and Which I needed to get... Which we got to do get...
0: because yeah. we got we to start. Yep. I know. I've added one, okay. I think. The one that you sent me. I think I sent you three. You sent me three? I only got one.
1: Mm-hmm. I only got one. So we'll have to turn, we'll have yeah. to touch base on that yeah. afterwards. Um, and then... It was like a coupon where if you had four books. So I went looking for an Alan Gratz book and I saw the band this book and I had seen it at some point in time and I was like, let me just grab it. And I flew through it, obviously, because it's young adult. But it was it was cute. It was really cute. Um, And then I just started this morning. We spread. By Ian Reed. And yeah. um, that, obviously, I think I'm going to finish probably within Pretty an quickly. hour of yeah, getting yeah, home because yeah. I read like two thirds of it this morning and yeah. I would have just kept reading. But looks yeah. like, are you going to do anything today? And I was like, eh, I guess so.
0: I don't really do much on Sunday no. except for will well, I'll do my laundry if I have leftover laundry, if I didn't get to it all on son- a Saturday, which I'm going to plan, you know, I'm doing today. But then I'm like John watches football all day. I'm just going to sit on my chair and, and read. read. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's all I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I did all my cleaning and shit. Yeah. Um I'm taking
1: the kids to see the Trolls movie after this. Oh nice. Yeah, with uh Evelyn and William. So it'll be fun. They don't know. They don't yeah. know we're going. Oh, they don't. No. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I love it. I love and it. And then I'll go veg. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, how about
0: you? What have you read? Um so I've actually I think I only read two books since we talked about The Violent Conspiracy. I've kind of been in a in a situation where I'm not reading as much, which I don't know why that well, you is. We had Thanksgiving
1: going on. So like yes. that was takes up a lot of yes, space. Yes, exactly.
0: It really it really does. And like Wednesday night, you know, we were out Wednesday night or whatever. Um, I read Quest for Glory, which is um, uh, the fourth one in The School for Good and Evil. I think I yep. might have mentioned that one. And I read Things We Do in the Dark by Jennifer Hillier. Um that one was like kind of based around a podcast, like a mystery, you know, whatever, who done it. Okay. And, you know, like uh, there's a woman and you're not sure who she is, but you think you know who she is. And, um, very, very good. I, uh-huh. I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, and what if I'm currently reading? Let's see. I'm reading, I think I'm two currently reading two books. Um, nope. I lost, I lost it. Hold on. Hold on. Um shit I want to go. Oh the love that split the world by Emily Henry is one of the books I'm reading. Um it's okay. I think that, it's like She's like
1: she's the people we meet on vacation yes. and the happy place and all yes. those okay. Yes so I was like is it, okay this is it. Is light be, like that? It's
0: light but it's very Different. It's okay. not what I was anticipating her story mm-hmm. being. I'm going to finish it because it's, I, because I want, you know, I just want to see where it's going, but I'm not sure it's what I was anticipating. Okay. The other books I have a feeling I'm going to like just as much yeah. as I like the people on vacation, but other people we meet on vacation. And obviously I just started or I'm about to start today, tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow for our, for. When are you
1: starting that?
0: I'm going to start it today.
1: Not tomorrow? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> today. Um.
1: Yeah. So that's it. So that's it um shall we just move on to our prologue or what Start um real quick oh. i just want to say uh we did get two emails from tony after the the last violent conspiracy Yeah, yep. after the last uh recording i did send him a text and i was like you should buy this book and read it before you listen to our episode because he is the only one that really sends us emails ever <laughs> um so he did he said i'm honored by this gift uh First I, uh, I, uh, first, I find that recommending a book to read or a song to listen to are two of the greatest gifts a person g- can give. So thank you for inviting me into this story. And then he gave us all of his thoughts um, on The violent Conspiracy before he listened to our episode. Uh, and the only uh, paragraph I really wanted to read of his email is I've experienced racism in the way Ray was overlooked, held back, and mischaracterized. My 11th grade history teacher did everything he could to hold me back. My 9th grade English teacher added 10 absences to my attendance to fail me. I feel like these situations teach you something. But I failed because I failed 9th grade English, I took summer school. The teacher was so invigorating, and it turns out she was my 10th grade teacher, so she knew my capabilities and pushed me to be my best self. And I love the fact that he had that... um, and it was an English teacher, and then a different English teacher that mm-hmm. basically pushed him, and yes. he ended up. He one of the things he does is he's he's a writer now, yeah. so like that, yeah. it's
0: just. So it didn't sour him like the first yeah, experience, and it sour helped him it, on. it helped him blossom. The yeah. second one did, yep. yeah, exactly.
1: Um, and then he did send us an email after he listened to the podcast, and th- really, he he had a lot of good comments. Um, I'm not going to read all of them. I am going to start with the fact that he, his first line is, yes, this is the drunkest you've been. <laughs> <laughs> so I listened to it. I'm like, oh,
0: no, we were all over the place a little bit. But eh,
1: and then to... I did one of the last paragraph he said is the ending of the book was beautiful. I love how that scene brought him full circle. But instead of finding a boy who had zero support, he and Janice had created this sphere where little black boys can love classical music and mothers of little black boys can see value in it. It was a very nurturing and enlightening ending. Thanks again for bringing great stories to us listeners. Totally. Um So I, thank you,
0: Tony. On that same topic, um, I just recently saw that a young black man has become the first conductor, I believe, at a, um, oh my God, hang on now, now I'm going to have to find this. Uh, Want me to hit pause? Yes, please. Okay, so I found found the article I was looking for. Um, it says, Baltimore Symphony's new conductor breaks a racial barrier. Jonathan Hayward is the first person of color b- to be uh, the orchestra's music director in its 106 year history. Holy shit. He's 29 years old, which I thought was pretty freaking cool. Awesome. Like, he's young as hell. So um, I just thought it was really cool that that happened only weeks or, you know, a few right days after we, after read we had, had read this book and, yeah. and, and thought, you know, classical music could be for anybody and whatever. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool and I wanted to bring that up. I apologize for the delay there That's but all
1: right. I, hit, I hit pause there was no delay <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all right with that let's go to our yes. prologue okay
1: the prologue.
0: all right so Katie we read the measure by Nikki Ehrlich. Um, this book came out on June 28th, 2022. It is Nikki Ehrlich's debut novel, which I found pretty pretty crazy. She, um, so
1: are you going to read her bio at all? Because the, the the quick little book jacket thing, I really enjoyed. It. Nikki Ehrlich is a writer and editor whose work has appeared online with New York, Harper's Bazaar, Newsweek, Cosmopolitan, Indigare Travel, Huffington Post, and Vox. She has a bachelor's degree from Harvard in comparative literature and a master's degree from Columbia University in global thought. The measure is debut, debut novel, and though she put the two together so nicely.
0: Yes, agreed, agreed. Um, so she, I once again, I found like a little, a little um interview with her on the mm-hmm. Today Show, um, because this is uh, a read with Jenna book. So Jenna Bush Hager does. On um on the Today Show, she does like a book club thing. So every month, I guess she'll have a new a new person on there. So this was a read with Jenna book. She had her on, um, and basically she with, wrote this. Sorry, no.
1: read with Jenna is she does she have a show or a radio show or something or a podcast, no no, no, no. Or it's just, just on the Today Show.
0: It's just a segment on the Today Show. Okay, yes, that's it. Um, so. Nikki Ehrlich wrote this book kind of, um, about, you know, like how much power you, you hold over your, your fate or your destiny or whatever. Um, it was influenced, we'll get into it a lot. It was influenced heavily by, um, uh, her time spent in the pandemic and the Black Lives Matter, um, movement, uh, that happened during the, like, you know, the big part of it happening during the pandemic. Um, and, uh, her message basically for people is just that no matter how big or how small your life is, your life has meaning and holds impact on others. And it's just how you use that life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is my facts. Why don't you go on to the reader? down? Sure. I'll read
1: the other side of the jacket. <laughs> it seems like any other day you wake up, pour a cup of coffee and head out. But today, when you open your front door, waiting for you is a small wooden box. This box holds your feet. The exact number of years you will live. From suburban doorsteps to desert tents, every person on every continent receives the same box. In an instant, the world is thrust into a collective frenzy. Where do these boxes come from? What do they mean? Is there truth to what they promise? As society comes together and pulls apart, everyone faces the same shocking choice. Do they wish to know how long they'll live? And if so, what will they do with that knowledge? The Measure charts the dawn of this new world through an unforgettable cast of characters whose decisions and fates interweave with one another. Best friends whose dreams are forever entwined, pen pals finding refuge in the unknown, a couple who thought they didn't have to rush, a doctor who cannot save himself, and a politician whose box becomes the powder keg that ultimately changes everything. Enchanting and deeply uplifting, The Measure is a sweeping, ambitious, invigorating story about family, friendship, hope, and destiny that encourages us to live life to the fullest. hmm hmm what are we drinking, Katie? We are drinking a cocktail <laughs> called Time of Your Life. Love it. I tried Googling the Measure Cocktail, and all it wanted to tell me was how to measure cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I was looking for longevity, and then there was and then I was on like a longevity cocktail, which is basically like turmeric and something else. Yeah. To, and I'm like, no, this is not. Okay. Um, so I don't know how I ended up on this, but it is uh, time simple syrup, gym gin. Uh, lemon juice and soda water or lemon lime celsius and i'm excited for it It'll let's be interesting. do it let's it's do it a, It might be one of our most unique
0: uh probably i mean it looks like i'm not gonna lie to you it looks like neon pee like yep. you haven't drank enough water yep. <laughs> i mean it's fine it's all right it's fine we're gonna drink it mm-hmm. like it's not it's nothing like to write home about but it's Tasty, I think. Yeah. It's got a it's got a good little taste it's to it. has got a kick.
1: Mm-hmm. And the Celsius. That's the that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Celsius
0: is a little overpowering. But that's okay. A little bit. Um but yeah, that's how that's yeah. that's yeah. how those I don't even know, like I remember I was recently um did like a did like a race with a bunch of women and she this one woman lost her celsius and she couldn't find where it was and i had never heard of one of, i did not even know yeah. what a fucking celsius was but she was going off about this celsius so i'm like what the fuck even is a celsius i don't even know <laughs> so there,
1: i mean there's some that are there's some that are quite delicious and then there's some that are like interesting medicine like luke loves yeah. luke loves the grape one and i'm like uh, it's like dimetap dimetap like, uh, dime uh, yes yeah whatever. yeah all right on that note let's go to our story <laughs> The,
0: the story. story. Um, Katie, what did you think of this book?
1: Um, I loved it.
0: Yeah, I really yeah. did. I did. I, too. I,
1: I way more than I thought, and it like I knew the premise. Um, I thought it was going to be more along the lines of uh, a group of people and. Their thoughts on actually opening the box. I didn't realize how many of them had actually opened it and knew what it was. Yeah, um, yeah. And how that flips all their world, and then the entire like socio political climate flip and all of that that that's part of it. It was. It's cool because it very
0: like it's different than our world, but it kind of mirrors it at the same time because there's plenty of stuff that we can get into where. You know, especially the political aspect of it, and Anthony um, mm-hmm. Rollins and his like dickishness. You know, no. um, I mean, he's clearly a mega Trump trump.er So,
1: <laughs> I not far in. I put a note, is the March dropping of the first strings parallel to COVID. No one knew how it would affect them the same way as the unknowing of string lengths. This is and exactly that, what she was talking about. And, and then, yes. Exactly. And then it led to this giant division in particular in our country. Like, yes, the whole globe was just like yes. the, yes. and each different country had its own different way yep. of doing things and yep. reacting to it. And yep. that, that was the same thing with COVID. Like yes. certain countries completely shut down. Certain countries mandated vaccines. Certain yes. countries said you should have a vaccine but we didn't mandate it and then we are now this big giant divide (laughs) yes yes exactly exactly and 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 the fact
0: like like i was saying in in my little fast fact section um uh she also brought you know like parallels to the black Lives matter movement which you know blew up during covid because of the killing of george floyd yeah so like it's very interesting to see that as kind of it's not exactly the same as happening as what's happening in our word, but it's a cool analogy for for everything that it. we went yeah. through during that yeah. time and are are still going. And the through fact and... that
1: everybody in this, and so in the book, so there's this this dropping. Everybody in the planet that's over 22 gets their box with their strings on the same day. Nobody yes. knows where it came from. Nobody. And knows when how you turn 22, there. the day you turn so 22, from, you also get a. So box. from that day on, everybody on your 22nd birthday, all the 22s get yes. this thing. So it's it was. It was, it's very, just such a unique premise. And it is and very unique. I, it's I, such a simple concept of, do you want to know how long you're going to live? And yes. it's like, well, I, I don't know. I, do I? Don't I? Either.
0: I don't either. This is one of those things. This is, okay, so here's, here's, here's the, the part that I found a little bit unbelievable. And like, clearly this is not, a, this is not something that can happen in real life. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to wake up one day and find strings that are the length that, you know, corn. Sure. Suck, corn coincide with yeah. the, the length of yeah, our yeah, lives. Yeah. um
1: it could i mean it, she wrote it i it guess could.
0: you know i mean like whatever um but it's very science fictiony in yeah. that sense like yeah. you know no matter what people have tried they can't they can't, can't break destroy these strings. the box they can't, can't, they can't
1: destroy the string exactly
0: like they they are in but not flammable yeah. you know no matter they, where
1: you are when you wake up you're you going to get it yes yeah.
0: um and what i Obviously, the unbelievable part to me was like how they disappeared in a in a you know a police state such as ours where everybody has a fucking ring doorbell and nobody and no like everything kind of glitched out so nobody could see what was going on. Um, and then you have the fact that like you know these boxes appear on your porch, and I find it hard to believe that. You're not going to open that immediately. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's a box. Because especially on the day that nobody knows, the first exactly. day, nobody yep. knows what's in these boxes. And um, it's, if, it's a box that says your name on your yes. porch. I'm going to fucking open yes. it. Yes. And and on it says, what what does it say? Um, Inside. Is si- or uh, the measure of your life lies within or something yeah. like that. Yep. Um, I feel like that would intrigue me so, so much that I would immediately freaking gravitate towards opening the thing and be like, what the without fuck are we talking about without, without even thinking, thinking. about yep. it? Um, so it, to me, it seemed a little bit.
1: A um, measure of your life lies with this. Like, yes. Yeah.
0: So to me, it seems a little bit unbelievable that there are people who received them on that first day that didn't open it because it would be so intriguing. Just to be like, where the fuck did this come from? What? But there are several people in our story, Some, yeah. our narrators. There's several narrators. Eight. Um. And uh, a lot of them haven't looked. Yeah. Most of them have. I think we only have a couple of them. That so it's looked.
1: It, there's a most of them are well. A couple of them, so Jack and Javier don't look right away. They set it aside. They're yes. not going to look. Um, and then... Not until
0: they are made to, which we will go into.
1: Same with Nina and Mora. So about at half... At first. Yes. At first, yes. So mm-hmm. half of them look... Ne- no, because Amy
0: never looks. Amy never looks. Ben didn't want to look. He was forced to look because his girlfriend opened because up. His,
1: she's a bitch, fuck, and yes, opened his yes. box and then wanted to break up with him claimed, or claimed, broke up with claimed him. Claimed
0: that she'd opened didn't, up the yeah. incorrect box, yeah, okay. which, bullshit, bitch. Like, fuck they off. have your fucking memes on them. Yeah. You know what you were doing. Um, we'll get into all that. that. Yeah. Um, I also really very, very, very much like this story. It stuck with me for a while afterwards.
1: Mm-hmm. Um I don't ever talk to Luke about the books that I'm reading. Same. I did the same with, with John. I, yes. I was, we sat down to eat one time and he, I was, I was reading. We went to eat and he, I said, this is going to be a really interesting one to talk about. He's like, why? And I was like, well, not that you really care, but I'm going to tell you about it. And then we talked about like if you would look and if yeah. you did look and you had a short string, would you change your life? Yeah. And yeah. what would you do? And all yeah. of those. And it was, I don't know. It was cool that this book like actually... Not that I don't talk to my husband, but it, like talk to my husband about a book that I know he's not yes, going to ever 100%. read. hundred percent.
0: And I actually, so John is going to Cleveland this week. He leaves tomorrow, and um, I think he's going to bring this book with yeah. him because of the premise of it sounds yeah. interesting. But I'm like at the same time, I'm like I'm not sure if he's going to really
1: care about care all, like, about the it inner because, relationships. Yeah, because yeah. I was
0: like, you know, it's a lot of narrators, and it's not it's not like a, about the science behind what's going on. Yeah. It's about the relationships people have, and like trying to come to terms with the length of your life and and figuring that out. Right.
1: But at the same time, there is a whole bunch of the watching <laughs> as the technology is growing. growing and, you know, your yes. data pool is building. So now you get more and more specific yes. as far as close and closer to when you're actually going to die. Yes. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. Like, at first it starts out just knowing, like, what year Within it is. A few and, then years, it's like, yeah. and then it's like, oh, we can pinpoint the fucking month you're yep. going to die. And, like, I got to be honest with you. I don't know if I'd want to know that information. I don't think I would want to. I I, I think that it would affect. I think we can like we're gonna talk about this a lot. Clearly, but I think it would affect me in such a way that I wouldn't be able to live my life the way that you're you're hoping someone would live if they found out they only had a you know a couple months or a few more years to live, like. I would, I think that my grieving process would be stuck in like denial and grief like for the longest time. If you had a short string or, or anybody in my life had one. Yeah. I I would, I would find it very hard to move on from that. And like, but that's part of the book is people like coming to terms with that. I mean, they create literal, um, Self-help, play, you know, like, um, yes. counsel, group counseling yep. sessions and stuff for short stringers and, um, you know, short stringers that only have a little time to live and short stringers that have a couple years Ten to years live. or yeah. whatever, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, I, I mean, don't know that I'd ever want to know this information about me. So
1: you kind of got a small glimpse of this kind of thing with your dad when he got diagnosed. And, sure. like, I'm sure immediately you thought his string got a fucking lot shorter. Sure, absolutely. I and mean, like, yeah, like... A, you know, a doctor
0: telling you, you know, you may only have five more years to live. I understand that, but that's coming from a science, a place of science, like a, a, a physical science, right. telling me that, Right. rather than just one day I wake up and some like information that I did not you want to know you and wasn't yeah. expecting is there in front of me, and um, it's a hor- it's a horrifying thing to think
1: about. I think I would be. I, I the one part of the story that I did. I mean, I really liked a lot of it, but I, I like the fact that it was set at 22, like when you received your box. Mm-hmm. So you as a parent don't know if your, your child is going be. to. I, okay. I, that didn't,
0: that didn't strike me. I was like, why, why don't like it? I mean, kids die all the time. Right. So, right. you know, so it, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like you're, you you as a parent aren't, constantly worried about the fact that your kid only has you don't a all of a sudden left. you don't
1: all of a sudden put your kids into a bubble and never let them leave the house and yes. never and like completely right, right, take right. away their lives yes granted the flip side of that is if you you know you have a short string either do you have kids or once you have kids what happens yes. Like yeah and, and that worrying was a struggle about with that, mara
0: and nina whether yeah, or not they and they also with or... amy
1: and ben because mm-hmm. ben had a short string yes yeah exactly uh i did i don't know i
0: do I, where do, <laughs> I will, do we want to go like we normally would and start start breaking our stuff down? Sure. So I really
1: only have um two two quotes that I I wrote down um and then i just i had, have like, to imagine you thoughts. have page
0: 35 and page 86 i do and
1: <coughs> i'm going to just read those two and get that over with because i saw 35 and got all sorts of excited i was, I like, was there proud of myself also
0: also i was very proud I'm of myself proud that you I got both of them these. too i caught both of these not
1: only was there one <laughs> alice in wonderland reference there was there were two, two. Uh-huh. so page 35 Uh, Nina hadn't believed in the box's inscription and wanted to wait until she had met with her news team at work. But the truth was, Amy wouldn't have looked anyway. These boxes had shown up everywhere, clearly powerful beyond belief. The world had somehow tripped and tumbled through the looking glass, and Amy had read enough novels to recognize that this was part of the story where nobody knew what the hell was going on, where the characters made rash decisions whose consequences would only be revealed chapters later. I loved that. Yes. Not even just the Alice in Wonderland reference, but that whole concept of, like, we're in a story where it's like... You don't want to do something that you're going to regret because you don't know what the fucking outcome is going to be. Exactly. Exactly.
0: I think Amy was one of my favorite narrators because I felt like she was very much our avatar because we, she doesn't know and we don't
1: know. Right. You know what I mean? Like
0: she was definitely my favorite of the narrators. I liked her a
1: lot too. Um, and then this is on page eighty six, and we are now in a Mora chapter. Who is actually Amy's sister? And one of the things I did want to say Maura is, Mora is her
0: sister-in-law. Sister Maura is the sister-in-law, sister-in-law. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um, I did love how all these characters were interwoven. So yeah, there was this whole support group. Yes. But it very much reminded me of the movie Crash, where like this person is dealing with this situation, and it affects this person, and, it and, like, this yeah, person, yeah. and that circles are back around, and they all connect to each other. uh uh. so um nina had been looking uh looking up short stringer threads on reddit and stuff short string theory yeah yeah um i mean this website maura said turning the computer around so nina could see the screen and all the other pages you've been visiting it's nothing nina shrugged it doesn't look like nothing i know it looks weird he said, her face starting to flush but i was just doing some googling and i guess it got a little out of hand I guess I started this way too fucking far up, but that's okay. Perhaps hoping to avoid interrogation, Nina turned her back, or turned her back toward Mora, and started to pick up her purse, double-checking that she had all her usual items: a few spare pens, tissues, and notebook. Mora stood up and faced her girlfriend. There are hours worth of searches on there, Nina. Like you fell completely down the fucking rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You fell in. So, so I just obviously there's two. So, so let's shorter. like let's break it down a little
0: bit. So we've got Nina and Mora, who are two two of our main narrators. Um, Nina and Mora are together. They've been together for a couple of years. Nina has a long string. She's going to live well into her eighties or past her eighties. And Mora, unfortunately, has a short string. She's early. I think she's twenty eight, and she is probably going to die within the next fifteen years or yep. something like that. I think that's what mm-hmm. the what the um, idea is. Um, and. Uh, I feel like I would react in much the same way Nina does. Yeah. Like as like you're yes. you're in love with this person and you want to be with this person. I'm not going to just hoping... piece the
1: fuck out because you have a short string. And I know that I'm going to be. I want to figure out what
0: the fuck is going on. Yeah. And she also has a news person mind. Where you know she's a journalist, so she
1: she wants to investigate and figure yes. it out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Which is why they don't even. She doesn't open her box at first. She wants to go to the newsroom and, like, see what's being said about these things and figure that stuff out. So, like, her, I can understand not opening the box because she's got more of a logical mind and rational mind, you know what I mean? But other people just going, walking to the front door and be like, what's this? I got a present! (laughs) I see. I feel like,
1: I I feel like there would be a, 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 and it's not really mentioned, right, if it was, I don't really remember, but I feel like part of the not wanting to look is the the fear just because of terrorism and all everything like who the fuck knows that could just be like a pipe bomb on your porch oh, right, like right, right, your right, measure right. Of your life right, it's right. fucking short because i'm gonna blow it's, you off short, like, just, like that was my yes, thought yeah, is, yeah. as far as why i might not open it immediately
0: I, I just pictured one of those things where you know everybody wakes up and kind of old-timey where you know you wake everybody's up walking you go out, out on the porch and you, in your robe Hi, and you pick, yes exactly and good morning kitty everybody's like looking and they're just like does everybody have one of these it's very yeah. strange and interesting yeah. anyway um my first my first time we want to keep going
1: do we want to keep, keep going through the people yeah go ahead i mean okay. yeah yeah so then the other two people. there's another pairing it's uh jack and javier who are both um, in Army they're training. They're cadets. Yeah, they're... Yep. Yeah, they're Marines, Army. Marines. Yes, yep. Marine yep. training. Um, and they hold off on looking. They don't want to look. They're best friends, roommates going through this together. They're not going to look. They're not going to look. They're not going to look until they're basically forced to look yes. because they're in the military. Yes. Um, and We'll talk about that. Yes. So <laughs> then Jack's uncle is Andrew. Who is? Oh, the... I said Anthony. My bad. Anthony Rollins. Andrew yeah. Rollins. Andrew yeah. Andrew Rollins. He is uh, going to. He's a governor. He's running for president. President of the United he, States. He basically yes. uses the whole string as his platform. To, Correct. To keep yes. getting. I forward. have a long
0: string, so I should be allowed yep. to be president. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Um, mm-hmm. and that's Jack's uncle by marriage. Yes. And then we have um, Ben, who is. He's an architect. Architect. He's kind you. of on his own, but he
0: then becomes connected to Mora through the uh, counseling through the sessions. through the
1: group sessions. Yeah, and then you also have Hank, um, who's a physician and in the emergency room, and he has an extremely short string. But instead of going to the extremely short string group, he goes to the. Slightly longer string group. So he can have more fun. He doesn't want to be stuck with people just crying just constantly. Just moping. moping. Like, moping it's going to yeah, lie. It's yeah. going to die. And then um, Amy is... Nina's sister. Nina's sister. And she is not part of the support group. But her... She's a teacher. She does not look at her box. And her classroom is where the support room, support, support group, group... group takes is place. ...is held. Yes. Yes. Um, and those... The, all of those were the narrators. And they, they all jumped around in the chapters. And it was... They are all interwoven. Yes. And... Some, oh, more but, so
0: than, so more, some more so than some more so than others. Like Jack, Jack and Javier are a little Jack, Javier and Andrew are kind of on the outs with everybody else. But um, they do it does start to interweave, right. a especially little bit more. with
1: Andrew's political yes views in, and and, 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 and yes. inputs and Correct. stuff like that. It which affects all of them. But then um, Jack and more no ne- Anita, never mind. What it was Jack and Anita. Anita. Anita was, Anita was the other doctor. Oh, yes. 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 Was yes. Hanks. yes. Yes. Correct.
0: Yes. And then comes Javier saves her. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So let's jump into some of the other things. Um, I've got on page 43. I just I just I tagged this because I thought it was fucking hysterical. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, okay. So this is an Amora chapter. They're at a grief uh, a group counseling cent- set. Uh, um session. And it says, I'm so depressed. Chelsea opened a session one night in late April. About your string, Maura asked. No, Chelsea sighed. Well, yes, but tonight I'm also depressed because Grey's Anatomy just got canceled. I <laughs> thought this is hilarious because Grey's Anatomy has, is literally 20 years old at this point And it's like, this show should be- Should be done. Should be, have, have been done yep. several times over or whatever. So I thought this was funny. Like the, the string theory yep. is the reason why. Okay. So then it says, I'm going to keep going because my next thing is on page 44. It kind of all ties in. Um, hasn't that been on forever? Terrell asked. That's why it's so crazy. It ended out of nowhere. TMZ thinks somebody high up at the show must have gotten a short string and quit. Well, you're welcome to shadow me at the hospital. Hank smiled, though I can't promise any torrid affairs. Did you hear the Spice Girls that might get back together? Leah asked. Rumor is that one of them's a short stringer now and wanted to reunite before, you know, as curious as she was, Mora couldn't help but feel sorry for the people they were discussing. Sure, they had chosen public life, but wasn't this somehow different, off-limits? Speculation and gossip were running rampant by then, and not just about actors and singers. In the checkout lines at stores, during previews at the movies, at the next table over in any restaurant. It was common to hear people guessing at the length of someone's string. Quitting a job, getting engaged, being unusually cagey, cagey at a party, anything could be construed to support either side, long or short. "'They claim they haven't looked, but I know that isn't true,' was a wildly popular refrain. It made Mara wonder what people said about her, the ones who didn't know. What's worse, Mara realized... It was all, her, all their fault. They had brought this upon themselves. Even before the boxes appeared, the traditional barriers of privacy had long been collapsing. Hers already a society of over-sharers. Maura, like so many others, had posted photo after photo online of decadent meals, of the view from her office, of weekends at the beach with Nina, each one encouraging people to pry deeper and deeper into their lives, to expect a certain degree of transparency. Until finally, even the act of looking at your string, what should have been the most intimate, most, the most personal of moments, became just another insight into your life that no longer belonged to you. Alone. Had the strings arrived in any other century, Mora reasoned, nobody would have dared ask what was inside your box, leaving each household to quietly mourn or celebrate on their own, behind closed doors and drawn curtains. But now, not in this modern era, when feuds and flirtations played out online, when family milestones, professional achievements, and personal tragedies were all on display. Um, I'm going just gonna stop there because that was long enough and it gets the yeah. point across pretty well. It's so true. It's so true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. so if it, true. If you don't post it on social media, did it actually happen? Yes, exactly. <sighs> I mean,
0: that's just a refrain that you hear from mm-hmm. people all the time, you know, like, oh, I didn't post about it. Did it actually happen? Yeah. Does a tree fall in the woods if nobody's around yeah. to hear it? You know what I mean? So like, I totally understand this and she's right. If it had taken place in any other century without all this technology, everybody, first of all, would we have even known what they were? You right. know what I mean? Like, so, um, it's very interesting to think about how, um, how it is kind of our fault when people start prying into our business because we post it everywhere. It's everything Everything you could ever possibly want to know about someone is just right there on the internet yep. for the taking, yep. you know? So I thought that was a very interesting um, section of the book. Really insightful, honestly. I really liked that. I um, agree. Yeah,
1: yeah. I do. I. I yes. <clears throat> yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, my next thing is on page 61, and this is going to kind of tie in a little bit. This is in a Hank chapter. Hank is still working at his hospital. Yeah. Um, Hank had been a doctor for more than 15 years. He had seen the most intense expressions of anxiety in his patients while describing their symptoms or awaiting their results. But never before had he seen unmistakable fear dash so quickly across a person's face as at at that very moment on the morning of May 15th when they both heard the shots. One of the worst parts Hank would realize later was that neither of them experienced even a second of confusion. They had both seen enough news footage and read enough articles about this particular terror. They both knew exactly what was happening. That's just another... Um, another thing, unfortunately, that parallels our life so much because it's just like one day you may possibly hear gunshots ring out, and you're going to know exactly what to do and what in to a feel, and and, where and yes, some it shouldn't other happen, be- yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and that's just one of the. I just find that to be one of the most terrifying things about the American experience is like it's really not. It's not about if. It's it's about when. Yep. You know, like it's almost like every single person on this on this in this country specifically is going to be. Immediately affected by a mass shooting of some sort. In some way, shape, or form. Yes. Absolutely. Um, And it's just like the, you know, bringing, this is where all of the stuff kind of comes about the political changes that they make because, you know, it's a lot of these short stringers who are um, upset. And or scared, why me? And... scared and like, why, why me? What's yep. going on? You know, and, um you know, but a lot of it, like it ticks off something in their brain a little bit and their chemistry is thrown off and yep. whatever. um Scary, scary stuff.
1: So somewhere right around there and you might have this flagged, there's also talk about um all the what people are doing as a result of finding out whether they have a short string or a long string. And a lot of the long stringers start being massive daredevils or... Yep you know yep. trying all sorts of drugs because they know because they're not going to die are not going to die yeah. so all of a but sudden
0: but you do see that other thing other bad other, things can happen yes. you know
1: you you may end up paralyzed for instance or yep. you know in a coma but you're not dead you're not going to die so the the super extreme of going way outside your comfort zone just because you now have this security that you are not. Would you would you
0: would you change any of your behavior? I don't know. Like
1: that? Like would you be like, well, it's I'm not gonna, gonna, gonna kill
0: me, so I might as well try some fucking cocaine, you know? No. Like,
1: <laughs> so no, but then I, mean, or heroin or, I there might be other things that I would try. Like I might try bungee jumping just because like you know it's that not gonna kill you. is one of the yeah. things that like, yeah, I went fucking skydiving, but I like well, what for if, whatever bungee jumping, I'm like, you're literally like jumping to the ground and hoping that the string is like yes long yes. short enough.
0: I and feel also like, strong enough. But th- just, these
1: are also things that could, you know, paralyze you. You could be I, in agreed. a wheelchair for the agreed. rest
0: of your life, the sixty more years that you have agreed. to live. You know
1: what I it's, mean? Like, I, I think that in my mind is like that is a daredevil type physical adventure thing. You
0: almost have you have that in your brain already that you're gonna like you could What am I trying to say? Like, most people who are daredevils also already have that brain chemistry who, like, want to push the limits a little bit, you know? Like, um, so just pushing it a little bit more, you know, because plenty of people don't do any of that, right? Especially the people that we're following in this book, you know. I'm just
1: not trying to go out and try all the drugs all at once because I don't want to be like that, that just doesn't sound
0: yeah, I'm like you want to live the rest of your life as a drug drug addict too, like right. just because it, exactly. you're, like, like, you like you try heroin one time and, like, and then you're
1: hooked and then yeah. you're picking at scabs and dancing in the middle of the
0: street. Yeah, exactly. It's creepy. Yeah, Ew, no, I'm yucky, good. yucky. Yeah. Um, this kind of go- tags along with you know um, discrimination against like short stringers because you know this this is starting. It's starting to build a lot where mm-hmm. people are looking at short stringers and being scared of them because you know of one errant. Situation, you know, um, and it says, let's see, whose chapter am I in? I, I guess we should tell, let that now be known. So I'm in a Nina chapter. So she, again, she's the journalist, um, and she's you know starting to do her her due diligence here because her girlfriend Mora, um, is a short stringer. Um, so she's kind of on like these web series, and this is the web the website called String Theory. It appears to be a public message board, but the comments seemed indifferent here. Uh, there weren't any posts about aliens or God or the NSA. The problems felt more urgent, more real. <clears throat> and this is a, these are comments right here. Any other short stringers seeing impacts on their health insurance? I had informed my insurance about my string and was just denied coverage for te- tests that I thought would be covered. Also heard rumors of some short stringers' premiums increasing suddenly. This is another one. Please help my brother. He's an amazing chef. It's his dream to open his own restaurant in New York, and he only has three years left to do it, but the bank denied his loan application because of his short string. Check out our GoFundMe to help him raise the money. Here's another one. I confided in a coworker about my short string, and now I just got laid off from my job as part of a long-term fiscal planning, aka my life isn't long-term enough for this company to keep me employed. If there are any lawyers uh, reading this, do I have grounds for a wrongful, wrongful termination suit? Like...
1: So just all these other like life things, yes, that yes. are just regular boring old life insurance, going to yes. work, and like, and, and it's unfortunately, all being these
0: people who suddenly realize that they have a much shorter life than they anticipated are also getting screwed in that life because they can't find insurance, they can't they keep can't a job. Because yes, nope. exactly, it's so it's so scary, and like this is where this is where you know the Black Lives Matter stuff starts to come in, and like the parallels there, you know, because they're gonna start marching on these things and like the the country is going to start taking actions that are discriminatory against against short, short stringers. stringers. And um it's just I know I have I know I have plenty of stuff um tagged about that, so we'll hold off on it. But um it's just, you know, it's showing the progression of like people getting really worried about um uh, short stringers and how they're going to affect premium, like, you know, yeah, like that well, kind of shit. So they,
1: they're definitely, uh, the group that everybody assumes people are part of when something bad is happening. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Um, yeah, that, that was something I was thinking of the whole time, you know, like, you know, how every time something like that any kind of, like, mass shooting takes place and the first thing in your head was, like, please, please don't let it be this type of person because then it's because just then going it's to just a... gonna
1: fuel the fire. Exactly. Against them exactly. Yep. Exactly.
0: And it's like it's uh, it's a byproduct of systemic racism yep. like that we have dealt with and everybody, you know, this country was built on. Um, okay. So let's see, what am I at next? Oh, 86 was the Alice. So I can skip that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, am I near you or are you? So I really, I,
1: I have thoughts in my head and I didn't write down any other things. There's one that I'm going to maybe try to find, um, the basically when I, I feel like you probably have it when Andrew and the um, other Senator are having their debate. And Anthony? Oh, is it, Anthony? it is Anthony? You wrote it down as Andrew. Oh my Where's God! Okay, Sorry. okay. So see you
0: okay? All right. That's all good. It's all good.
1: Um, um, but when he's having when they're having the debate, and he basically pulls out the fact that he's a short stringer. Yes. Well, Anthony is the long stringer, and his opponent is the short West stringer. West Johnson, I think West, his name is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, who also happens to be black. Which yes. Let's just. Pile on that. There you go.
0: Pile on the discrimination and like the parallels there. Yes. So I'm gonna try
1: to find that unless you have it flagged. Where he basically goes on about. Well, go ahead.
0: I don't think I did. Um, let's see. I know we're talking about. Yeah, I'm. I'm after that at this point because it's very much. uh, Anthony Rollins saying, you know, I-, I pulled out my string that day at that debate and like my numbers are spiking now because everybody knows I'm going to live a long night life and I'm not yeah. going to die in yep. office or whatever. Can I can I just say really quickly, like we, in our country right now, we are in a position where we have an 81-year-old president and he is running for re-election right now and which would mean, you know, he'd be 84, or 85 years old when he gets out of office if he gets elected again okay Mm
1: -hmm.
0: my concern for this or my my i get very pissed off when i hear people talking about age like this man has done nothing but prove that he is a cognizant person yes and can understand and talks like i mean i just don't understand the bullshit behind the whole age thing like you know like this is this is the country that we live in like people have have long held that Old-ass white men are the you're ones there, that should, though, be, should like, be in so, charge. So now you're trying to say no. But it's instead instead of going to somebody else, they're saying, well, let's go to the 77-year-old guy yeah. instead. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? The guy who already, like, crushed, like, like literally destroyed our country in for four years. You know what I mean? So I get pissed off at that. And not to mention the fact that we have had presidents die in office before. It's yeah, not so like it hasn't happened. That's the part that you're looking for yeah okay keep going good luck finding it um yeah. <laughs> but we have had presidents die in office before and i'm just, for me it's just like i i i don't mind taking that risk at this point you know what i mean i don't mind taking that risk if the if the other option is fucking donald ass trump you know what i mean so, MAGA nation
1: so absolutely and i and i get all of that i do wish that we could get Younger presidents agreed, but not percent. anything to do with their. How about women who also live longer? <laughs> right, not not anything to do with the ones that are running's mental capacity or their ability to speak or not need to take a nap because fuck you, yeah. their naps are wonderful. Yeah, um, but more so that you would have somebody closer to what's going on yes. as far as. I, technology, for one thing. Like, you all know grandparents are not good at technology. Yes. Like, yes. All of that. But kinda... also being, you know, being who, who
0: like, I, I don't mean to turn this into a political thing about, you know, Joe Biden, but just, like, Joe Biden being Joe Biden, like, you know, he knows plenty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, he is the president of the United States. Like, they're not keeping him in the dark about some, this, like, technology moving on without him. You know right. what I mean? Like, and he's I know, not the same. And
1: I know that they're not typically making any kind of rash decisions without a giant collection of people discussing them. exactly Exactly. Exactly. Yes.
0: It's, it's not just, but the, you know, and like the thing is
1: uh, it would just be nice to be, have somebody more relatable to, I guess in my mind is like, say, make jokes about growing up in the nineties, just for instance. um, Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And we're, I mean, we're coming to that time when like people born in that time would be, you know, would be running for president. And a lot of people do. It's just everybody, everybody talks about, um, um, What's, what's, here, there's, a, there's a good thing when, when you're talking about experience, you know, like, well, you know, you went to college, but you can't get this job because you need five years experience. Well, how the fuck am I supposed to get that experience without right. doing the job? Exactly. And like, you know what I mean? So, anyway, let's fucking screw that. Anyway, I'm on page 128 now. Okay. <laughs> I am in, this is when they're going to start talking. I'm in an Anthony chapter. Um, and this is when they start talking about real policy changes. And this is where Jack and Javier realize that they're going to have to, um, they're going to be forced to open their box, and this is this is just a horrifying situation, in, in my opinion. Um, Let's see. The following morning, the nine members of the committee gathered in the Oval Office to offer their thoughts on the so-called short string situation to the president himself. String disclosures should be required for high-ranking government posts, they argued. It should be treated the same as a background check or a physical fitness exam. If you're going to hold a position of power, you need to prove that you're committed, that you're physically and mentally capable. Frankly, a short stringer is a liability, they claimed. You never know if they're going to snap like the bomber and the shooters before him. Agent Breslin of the FBI was the only woman in the room, and for most of the meeting, she stayed quiet, letting the men continue to think aloud while she processed her thoughts internally. Thank God there's a woman in the room every time. Anyway, um, but this this pisses me off. Uh, There's something else that we haven't thought of yet, she finally interjected. If we can check the strings of every applicant for field agent positions or active military duty and only send those with longer strings into the field or into combat, then we can effectively eliminate all risk of death. They are guaranteed to survive. So now you're talking about, like, this this very much reminded me of um any kind of ban like they try to ban transgender people from the military you know like any kind of ban going into you're you're taking away people who actually want to voluntarily fight for this country and their and right put their to lives do so their the line yes exactly for
1: yours yes
0: so you know it's i i of course i understand the point behind it it makes our military but more strong but every country is going to do the same fucking thing. But it's it doesn't not... necessarily
1: make it more strong.
0: No, it doesn't. I agree. Because you agree. could have... They think that it will.
1: You can have, instead of the people that are actually willing to die and willing to lay down their country, now you have all the people that are just going to be like, I can't fucking kill me. Can't fucking yeah. kill me. Yeah. Who might give up secrets and might yeah. have not necessarily their lives affected, but maybe they accidentally tell you where all the short stringers are fucking working at yes. a desk and then that gets blown up and all your smart people that are sitting at a desk that have short strings can't fucking live. And this is where Javier and Jack have have come in because they
0: are forced to check their boxes because the military makes it a requirement. If you have a short string, you are going to be forced to work a fucking shitty desk job job and, you know, whatever. And if you have a long string, then you're going to be going into combat. Um, Javier, unfortunately, has a short string. Jack has a long string. And... Not like one. Neither Javiera one of them wants, wants the be, length string yes,
1: that they have. Yes, in exactly. in regards to the military policy.
0: Correct, correct. So they decide. Jack broaches the subject and says, "Hey, what if we switch? Because you want to be a military hero, and I don't give a fuck. Like yep. I'm only here because my fa- It's what my family members wanted, and a I'm supposed tried to tried and
1: true American exactly. go into the army. Yes, that's Marines. the Hunter family. That's what yes. we do.
0: Um. So you know, it's an interesting. Th- it's an interesting thought thing. Like, do you like how? Like, I don't, I don't know how ex- exactly to explain this, but like, is that something that you would do? You know what I mean? Like, switch with somebody if you were forced to. To show, like, because even anybody anybody running for president could say, "Yo, honey, give me your long string," because I'm gonna have to freaking, gonna, you know, I know what need I mean? to be a long
1: stringer because I'm gonna try to outwit and outlast. Yes, and exactly, exactly. I I I think I probably would if I was. Either way, if somebody yeah. wanted to flip for whatever reason, knowing that the flip wasn't actually gonna have the outcome, it doesn't, it doesn't change, it doesn't anything. change anything. anything. It's other than. Everybody else's perception of you mm-hmm. and any policies, which, I mean, we do see that by the end of the book, it is starting to get better and they're fighting against all of this. Yeah. Um, and it's, there's much more acceptance and you you're getting other countries' views of like, no, nobody looks. Yeah. Just nobody looks. Yes. Yes. We're just not going to not look. And more
0: and more, at, by the end of the book, it's more and more. Yeah. Met it comes and we're just like, no. But you no. can,
1: you can easily see how this could go continue to go way wrong where people who have a short string or you don't even get to live with your family anymore. Now we're just going to put you someplace because you're going to die and we don't want whatever's going to kill you to maybe affect other people in any kind of way. So you're just going to be cut off and you could see it going even further and further and further and further in the same way as Black Lives Matter. You could see more and more and more racism coming and more and more discrimination and that segregation coming back into play. Yes, exactly. Um, But so I don't know where I was going with that, but like, I, I like, I, I feel like I would, if I had somebody, if I was in the same situation as Jack, absolutely. You are so. You're taking it like he doesn't
0: want to fight. He doesn't want to fight. Right.
1: So it's, it is a benefit to him. And, and I think that that's what. And it's what... a benefit to Javier who does want to fight right. and be a hero. And I think that that was, they, they end up um not really talking for a while because I think that Javier interprets Jack's switch as more of a, it was more beneficial to you, and that's why you did it, and less of a laying down the line. Plus, you didn't actually talk back to the fucking dick fuck. That he's imp- he, that's, implied. This. That's the
0: problem. Is is he's Javier is is pissy about it, and with with total reason oh, absolutely and I, like completely understand. Stop being a pawn. because Jack is refute like he. He doesn't have the balls to stick up to his uncle.
1: Which just goes right in hand in hand with his defense of the fact that he doesn't have the balls to go fucking be in the front of the line.
0: Exactly. Yes. So, so, you know, like Anthony um, using his um, nephew by marriage... Um, to bolster his claim to the being, you know, to to being POTUS, mm-hmm. um, because you know, hey, my I am I married into this family of American heroes, and I, I currently have a nephew who is doing this. And then he uses a short string. He tells him that even I'm not discriminatory because even my nephew has a short string when yeah. it's not even true. Yeah, but they don't know. But now that. he's going
1: to use that too. Exactly. So I did find the part um with Senator Ross, um. Uh, I believe this, so this is, they're talking at the debate. Um, Basically he says, do you have any other thoughts? Oh, this is John. It's Wes Johnson, not Russ. Um, Yes, I do. Johnson said the American people should elect the person whose values they agree with, whose positions they support and whose proposals they believe will improve our nation. Having a short string, does not erase those qualities, and choosing not to elect a qualified candidate simply because of their short string is akin to punishing them for something entirely out of their control. We've made it illegal to discriminate on the basis of race, gender, disability, and age, but forcing candidates to show their strings would be condoning an entirely new category of discrimination. Some scattered applause led the moderator to lean toward his microphone, but Johnson wasn't finished. Some of our greatest leaders died while still in office, he continued, and some of our least effective politicians have been blessed with longevity. If John F. Kennedy had revealed his string and the voters had punished him for it, the Cuban Missile Crisis might have erupted into nuclear war with the Soviets." If Franklin Roosevelt had revealed his string and the voters had punished him for it, the Nazis may never have seen defeat. And if Abraham Lincoln had shown his string, then the men and women who look like me and my children might still be enslaved and our country might have been torn apart for good. I shudder at the thought of what our world would look like today if those men had been denied the chance to govern simply because of the unfortunate hand they had been dealt. And I hope that my fellow Americans can see the danger in Congressman Rollins' proposal. I I wish I had actually flagged it so it didn't take me so long to find. But he... If you knew ahead of time that all those people were going to die in office, what would our country look like right now? It would be
0: atrocious. It would be, it would not be what it is. And, and, um, you know, the stuff, unfortunately, the stuff that's happening now might have happened way earlier. You know what I mean? It's just, it's very much, um, I don't know. I I don't know. It's, it's scary to think that because it's, it's very much people being radicalized by a situation and, you know. This kind of parallels people being radicalized by Fox News because, you know, all they're doing is seeing what Fox News says. There's too much crime. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a war on Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, it's very much people feeling that um, white people especially feel like they're being held back and oppressed because, you know, minorities finally feel like they, you know, can take a little piece of the
1: pie. Almost
0: a little bit equal. Yes. Almost. Yes. It's like, oh, shit. We can't have that. We're better. What so are least. all these
1: holidays we now have on our calendar? Yes, yes, exactly. So, and it's going, holidays. going along with a
0: lot of that, um, let's see. Here's, uh, here's a part, uh, oh, 165. I'm in a Jack, uh, thing. And, and this is when Jack is finally starting to like, I need to stand up to my, my uncle or whatever um let's see jack turns on the tv in his apartment desperate for distraction from thoughts of his uncle and memories of major Riggs, and happily landed on the nationals game but the fourth inning had barely begun when the game cut to commercial and a new rollins for america ad started playing the face of a petite blonde woman filled the screen my name is louisa the woman said and I was walking near the Capitol on the morning of June 10th when the bomb went off, when a short stringer set off the explosive that he had uh, spent weeks building. The camera pulled back to reveal that the woman was seated, missing one of her legs. I understand the pain this man must have felt after seeing his short string, but why did he have to thrust that same pain onto, onto so many others? Louisa's eyes glistened as she spoke. I, tr- spoke. I trust Congressman Anthony Rollins to keep our city safe, so no other by- innocent bystanders will have to suffer what I went through. Anthony was really laying it on thick Jack thought. What happened to that woman was undeniably terrible, but it wasn't exactly a daily occurrence. Nor had the country been some bastion of peace before the strings arrived. That's that's one of the things that you have to remember, like it's not like this country is just like
1: happy go lucky. There's never bombings, there's never shootings, never terrorism, there's no. never
0: mass shootings at mm. all until the story It's scapegoating. Mm-hmm. They are fi- they're finding yes. some way to They're finding something to blame. I mean, it's very reminiscent of Nazi Germany with Mm -hmm. the Jews, you know? Like, it's very horrifying and scary. And then it says uh, toward the end of the ad, Anthony himself appeared. That's why I'm a proud member of the presidential task force created in response to the strings, as well as an original supporter Star. of the STAR initiative <laughs> and future legislation <laughs> legislation that will protect all Americans, like Louisa, from further violence. He said, I'm Anthony Rollins, and I approve this message. I
1: fucking hate acronyms, and the fact that they're I used know. all and the they, time. And, 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 like, Everywhere.
0: It's so funny because they always try to make them into a word yes. that you can say. Yes. And, and there's and usually like, an yeah.
1: extra word in there that doesn't fit with the word that they're trying uh-huh. to make, so uh-huh. it's like in. If it says in, we, we don't in we there. leave that I out. Yeah, yeah, we got to throw it <laughs> in there somewhere.
0: Um, yeah, and okay, so I'm not I'm not far. Um, okay, the only reason why I, I page this, so now I'm in Hanks. um back to Hank, and Hank again is the doctor, um, who has a very short string.
1: His little, so his story is brief in here because he has a short string yes. but it was one of my favorite yeah. like full circles yeah. like it that it gave me goosebumps yes
0: yeah i really i really liked it so i
1: don't know where you are but I um, it's somewhat about that
0: <laughs> i mean it's before that it's okay. before that but um uh but yes i mean this is the day that hank dies like and and we feel that i think while we when we start reading this chapter we kind of feel that way yeah. like it's it's coming yeah. um basically anthony rollins is going to have a um like a, like a Trump rally. rally in New York city and, um, short stringers and short stringers, like people who support the short stringers are going to march on it. Um, and here's where this one says it's Hank remembered when Annika had dragged him to the March for science. He hadn't wanted to go at first. He wasn't convinced it would have any impact. Maybe it won't Annika said, but I'll tell you the same thing. I told my friends at the Women's March, we don't just March because we hope it will trigger change. We march to find them, uh, to okay, remind them of our numbers, to remind them that we can they can't forget about us. Hank turned off the TV and set out. Um, the reason why I flagged that was because I felt that so hard. Um, I you did what did march? go to the women's mm-hmm. march, and I have this picture um, of the women's march, and you know it was the day after Trump's inauguration, uh, which was very poorly attended, and. Um, I just I have this one picture where I was I had my camera up this way and I you know you're just seeing a sea of white down this down this uh road. I don't remember exactly what road it was. Might have been Pennsylvania Avenue. I don't know. But um it's a sea of white and it's just people holding signs up and it like every time that picture comes up on my memories after January 21st like it makes me physically like verklemped almost yeah. you know I'm just like <gasps> Like, I was there, and that was a, the coolest fucking thing that I've ever felt in my life. Like, just knowing that there were so many people who felt the way that I did. Felt mm-hmm. scared that our, our rights as women were going to be no, a that's, problem. That's and not like, going to happen. Yeah. And then look what happened several <laughs> years later. Exactly. So that's why I, I, I tagged that. Um, but... In this same chapter, um, Hank steps in front of uh, a woman who shoots at Anthony Rollins and Hank dies that day. He takes the bullet for this fucking guy who basically is creating all these problems for short stringers. Um, But that just shows that he is a selfless person the re you know his his whole reason for being he's a physician he's Mm -hmm. a surgeon you know a trauma surgeon basically takes
1: takes care of people yes exactly Um, so the the story that i his storyline that i was talking about and we learn about it early in one of his early earlier sections um that there is a woman who is in the hospital waiting on a lung transplant Yes, yes um and he he either is gonna do the surgery or he talks to the mom of the girl, um, ahead of time, yeah. and she's not nervous about it. And he's like, he basically finds out that the woman had looked at her daughter's box and knew that she had a long string. So she's like, if it's not this set of lungs that we're getting the, the surgery for, it'll be the next one yeah. because she has a long she string. She has a long string. I know she's not yep. going to die any soon. And the side note, the girl didn't want anybody to look. But mm-hmm. uh, it turns out that Hank ends up being a match and gives the woman the lungs. So his lungs are the ones that turn into.
0: Which we don't find until almost so the, end the end of the book. Right. Yes. So yeah. she's
1: at some. Uh, Jack, is that be great? No it's uh ben ben, ben is at goes. the ben is at the gravesite and uh a woman walks up and he's like well she's not the shooter yeah she's not who is she and it turns out that she was the recipient of hank's lungs and it was like that's just another oh.
0: one of those tie-ins that yes. I, you just really lo- like yes. i love the interwovenness of everybody yep. in the story that you've kind of come across and it's like everybody has a purpose in it mm-hmm. um which i loved um now i'm on page 211 and this is kind of um where is it let me see This kind of ties into that a little bit because the the woman who shoots at Anthony Rollins, we find out her brother. She's not a short stringer, which
1: everybody automatically assumes she
0: is. She was a short stringer, yes, but she went to this. Yes, yes, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, but she goes to, um, this rally with the purpose of shooting at Anthony Rollins because her brother, older brother, I would assume, Mm -hmm. um went to the same college as Anthony Rollins. Anthony Rollins was the president of a frat and this kid died at a frat party. Basically. Essentially
1: in a hazing ritual. Yes,
0: correct. Um and, and it was totally covered up and blah yes. blah 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 blah. Yes. And here is a Go bit figure. of um here is a bit of like rationalizing all of that, which is which is the um let's see let's see let's see um she's been totally mute since the arrest they think that she might have some sort of ps ptsd from killing that doctor doctor then let's keep it that way said anthony this story was buried once before after his colleagues left anthony downed two glasses of scotch trying to numb his nerves he decided not to tell katherine she would surely overreact the boy could have left at any time anthony reminded himself that's what the brothers had said back then they may have told the boy to drink yelled at him even and maybe yes a few of the more aggressive brothers had poured liquor into the open mouths of the pleasures and and perhaps some dull objects Footballs or basketballs most likely had been thrown at them, too. But technically, the door was never locked. The exit always an option, which is gross because you know damn well that these kids aren't going to leave. Like, you know, Um, and now Anthony realized there was something else, something they hadn't known at the time. The boy was a short stringer before there was such a thing. And that night in the frat house, his string had reached its end. If the alcohol hadn't killed him, then something else would have. Right. So it's like a rationalization for your poor, shitty behavior. It doesn't matter. No, he so had a short string died. anyway. He would have died. He yep. would have died no matter what yep. I had done, which isn't true because you were the catalyst for that. Exactly. Your party was the catalyst for his death. Like, I mean, it's it's very much a chicken and the egg situation. Which came first? Your string or the fact that you were going to die anyway? Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just I I, I hate that. Like this guy I want to, like, my skin crawls reading about him. So,
1: it's, that just reminded me of something else that I thought of at one point in time while I was writing this, is because of the sci-fi nature of this, I almost expected somebody's string to have been altered based on the course of something. Mm. So, like, yes, it's predetermined that this is the length of your string, but if you... Don't actually get in the car that one time, yeah. or yep. go jump. off. That's the butterfly effect kind of yeah, situation. Yeah, so right? I kind of expected somebody to go back and be like, "Wait, my string just got fucking longer." I th- I thought that there was going to be something. I thought that was going to go so throughout somewhere in there. This kind of
0: goes. This kind of goes to, towards conversations that we've had in the past about like um, destiny and fate, mm-hmm. and whether or not like the things that we choose to do have affected any. Anything, if they do. Right. or if it it's doesn't already... matter, it's already been planned. Like that decision we made was going to be made no matter what. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's very much like a do we have free will or is it just the appearance of free will that we are making these decisions? And this was going to happen anyway. You know what I mean? Yes. Something something yeah. like that. Um, I'm I just I,
1: th- I thought that that it would have been a perfect set up for that. But I think that her point is like, it's not because it's your life. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's, and like, I, I truly believe that the the whole point of the book is just, you know, um, how like quantity over quality, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. like the the quantity of our life doesn't matter. It's what we do with it and the impact that we make on people that we come into contact with. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like if you, if you know you have a short life, how can you, how can you create that impact in a short amount of time. You right. know what I mean? Um, yeah,
1: concentrated impact.
0: Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What's next? What's next? Oh, I loved this allusion to this is when this is when he fi- he finds that girl um, uh, at the not not the grave site, but I think it was the shooting site where that's like, what it was. Yeah, yeah. It, yep. it's on the the anniversary yeah. or something like that. Um, he hadn't been there since that afternoon in August when the park was packed with spectators, both adoring and enraged. As he neared the park entrance, entrance Ben noticed a small crowd gathered by the side of a building, a handful of people even snapping pictures. The question briefly crossed Ben's mind. Were they here for the same reason he was? Before he realized they were photographing some sort of graffiti on the stone wall. When the group moved aside, Ben saw what they had been looking at. A black and white mural of the mythical Pandora crouched over her open box. It was too late. The contents of the infamous chest, shadowy spirals, and demonic faces had already been released into the world. Crawling upward along the edge of the wall, the image prickled Ben's skin, and he quickly turned away from it and walked into the park. It was such a creepy thing because, you know, know the the legend of Pandora's box is like every ill and every bad released into the world. And it's very, very similar in that sense. Like, it's not... You know, a physical bad being let out into the world, but it's it's, it's a it's a knowledge, it's pretty detri- detrimental yep. knowledge that everybody has. Um, but at the end of it, uh, he finds he's on he's on his way back out of the park, and he hadn't noticed this one thing before. And it says only a small section of the box's interior had been left vis- visible by the original muralist, but it was here in a dark corner of the chest that a second artist had come along and inscribed a single word: hope. So you know we're getting towards the end of the book here, and it's like. You're realizing that, you know, maybe things aren't going so great right now, but we are still fighting for that change. Like, we are still learning what's what these strings mean and, and how they're going to affect our lives. Yes. And at the, at the very core of that, there has to be hope involved. To, to get out move of it, on otherwise, and get out.
1: Yes. otherwise it's just a spiral of despair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so because you just read from Ben's chapter, yep. I want to talk briefly about Ben and Amy. Yes because we haven't. Yes. Um, so the, the support group that meets at the school, one of the first in the early chapters, one of the first exercises that they do is just like, take out a piece of paper and just write a letter. Yep. Write a letter. Yep. Just Doesn't anybody, to to anybody whatever. Can just whatever yes. you just get your thoughts out on, on the paper. And Ben inadvertently leaves his behind. And Amy is in class the next day and sees it and reads it. And then she's like, I'm gonna write back. back. Yeah, Yeah. and they turn into pen pals. Yeah, um, through her classroom. It's like a little secret bottle of notes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which was absolutely fucking adorable. Yeah. Um, at no point do they write their name. At no point do they say, I'm the teacher of this classroom or I'm a short stringer in this. Uh, he hints at it and they have sort of an idea. Um, but Nina and Mora decide to go, they get married and they decide to take a trip to Italy. So Mora, because she knows Ben from the support group, asks him to come over and. Draw. He drew the the places places that are important to the Marit more to the Nina. two of them. Yes. Yeah, so that she's gonna surprise Nina when with framed home. pictures yep. when she. Gets and them. at the same time, Nina asks her sister Amy to water the plants, or I think it was water the plants. So they end up at the apartment at the same time, and they start talking to each other, and they like instantly click, and they have like this romantic like. We're, I like, like you. Week long romance. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll, yeah. well, we'll just meet back here tomorrow to do whatever we got to do. And they start, they exchange numbers and they exchange messages. And then all of a sudden, um, they're at dinner one time, and Amy drops a reference to something that Ben had written in the letter. And all of a sudden, the light bulb goes off in Ben, and he's like, "Fuck, it's yeah. you!" Yeah. So then his next letter to her, he leaves, and his he addresses he it addresses to her, her, Amy, and, and from Ben, from ben yeah. and it's very clear. Um, and Amy realizes he's a short stringer and she's not sure if she wants to write back or if she wants to go into this relationship and um, basically puts up walls and ignores him. And then Nina and Mora, while they were on their trip, got engaged and they decide they were going to have this massively big wedding and like in a short time period. Short so fan, that they were yeah. already married. Yeah. And, uh, Amy's basically like, whoa, are you sure you want to go this fast? And he's like, fuck you. Yes, I do. Get out of my life. You don't need to be there. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, eventually Amy realizes that she needs to be in her sister's life. She wants to be at the wedding. She goes to the wedding. She invites Ben. They reconnect. They're talking. They're all happy. And then you see, like all right, they're going to finally go someplace. And it was literally that minute that I was like, Amy doesn't know her box. She's got a fucking short string. She's going to die before Ben. Like, it was like, bing, 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 bing in my brain as soon as they get it again. I had
0: the exact same thought. I was like, I, and, um, you know, I'm just going to
1: skip to that part right now that I have, that I have tagged, but I have, um, so you start getting towards the end of the book and it's like, Ben and Amy, it so it jumps like yes. several years. Several ahead, years later, yes. And, and the first thing that
0: happens is Javier dies in combat. And, and Yep,
1: saving the doctor that used to sleep with Hank and yes. work with Hank. Yes. And then, um, you you basically get like the the follow up for all of the people. And Ben and Amy are married. They have, they have kids. Yeah. And I was like, shit, I was wrong.
0: Yes, I yes. was wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I had the exact same thought as you, and and I uh, and I don't. I, I, I'll explain it in a second. Um, so on page 343, um, you know, Mora has already passed away. So Nina's on her own and she's, you know, whatever. But um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Where do I want to start reading this? Where do I want to start reading this? <sighs> okay. Amy was quiet for a moment. Of course, seeing a long string like you did is the greatest blessing, she added. Then she lifted her phone to look at the home screen, a photo of Ben and the kids trick or treating last Halloween. But I still feel pretty blessed myself. Um, so before this, we learned that Ben gets a diagnosis of cancer. Um, and that's where his short string comes, which
1: in. was expected. So
0: not then, the diagnosis, but right, exactly. But they're, they're expecting something, um, so it was no shock to them. Basically, mm-hmm. um, Willie and Midge; those are her; those are their kids. I Willie love and the fact that it
1: was Midge because I was still finishing Mrs. Maisel. I know. you don't Oh, watch that's funny. It, yeah, that's yeah. funny.
0: Uh, Willie and Midge's college savings accounts, the mortgage on the house, the updated version of Ben's will—everything was all in order, and everybody from Ben's and Amy's parents to Nina to Willie and Midge was as ready as they could be. But nobody was ready for the call from the police department reporting that Ben and Amy's car had been struck on the highway while driving home from one of Ben's doctor's appointments. I'm very sorry for your loss, the officer said, but it was more loss than anyone expected. I like when I... First of all, when I read that, I... Even though I knew something like that was going to happen, I was like, they're going to die together. I I was very much like, she has there's a short string, string too and their strings connect yep. and they match. Yes. So like, I... I thought it was beautiful. I really thought it was yep. beautiful that she found that person that she wanted to be with and like they accepted him. And yes. accepted him yes. and
1: what was going to happen yes without knowing her without own knowing destiny. her own feet
0: and her own like yep. where where her story ended and the fact that the stories ended together at the same time um was something I thought that was kind of, I I thought it was kind of special. I it just, you know, it made me tear up i'm Mm -hmm. I'm tearing up right now i'm not crying yet but like whatever um i do let's see and then like for me the best part
1: about it though i I mean like yes it's all beautiful but the fact that nina then becomes the guardian the the two kids the woman who didn't
0: want children in the first place has found her purpose of being um she she is the long stringer in this in this long line of people who are with her that she loves being short stringers And, um, she takes on her sister's children to raise as her own and like, you know, try to remind these kids of, of Ben and Amy and like, whatever. It's just so, it was so sweet to see that at the Mm -hmm. end that she was like, these are my kids. Like I'm with them and I I love being with them and I'm happy that I'm with them. Um, you know, they, they might not be hers, but they are her blood, you know? Um, so I don't know if you have anything else, but I've got one more thing that I want to read, um, It's not the end of the book, but it's the end of the first section, like the main section of the book. Um, Go for it.
1: I am done with my notes. So we are at, I believe we're at
0: a, um, this is Ben and they're at a museum and like it's, it's art and there's this one specific, there's this one specific art piece um let's see in another corner of the gallery leah and niall watched as a video played on a loop showing an interview with the artist a man in his early 40s wearing a shirt with a stencil design and a heavy gold pendant swinging from his neck ben walked over to join them just as the video started again um, the idea for the project came when i was traveling in japan the sculptor recounted and i visited Toshima island where a fellow artist named christian boltanski created a piece in 2010 called les archives du coeur for whatever or the archives of the heart long core yes I think it's core anyway (laughs) a collection of the sound recordings of people's heartbeats from around the world I wanted to do something similar with the strings for many people our strings like our heartbeats are something very private that only ourselves and perhaps a small number of loved ones are ever going to see So I wanted to create a very public record of these 500 strings, these 500 souls born in different cities and different countries with strings of all different lengths. But it was important to me that all the names and all the strings were treated equally. The viewers will never know which string belongs to which name. The tree, of course, felt like the perfect structure, the tree of life, the tree of knowledge, the reminder that we all find our ultimate rest beneath the soil, nourishing the life that grows above us. I'm sorry. You know how I get Mm -hmm. like... (laughs) Um, we humans have an impulse to mark our existence in some way that feels permanent. We scribble, I was here, onto our desks at school. We spray paint it on walls. We carve it into bark. I was here. I wanted this sculpture to do the same, to let it be known that these people lived. A testament to the fact that these humans, with their long strings and medium strings and short strings, they were here. I loved that. Like, I w- I almost wanted that to be the end of the book. And I'm actually glad that it was, like, the ending of, like, the main, the main part yes. of the book. And, like, whatever but it was just so beautiful because it's so true. Like we all want to make our mark on this, on this earth and like who we are. And like, for some of us that might just be being parents to kids that we hope go on and, Mm -hmm. you know, change the world in some way or whatever. But I just thought that was so beautiful. Like what a cool idea. And like, just it being like art that that transcends everything, yes. yeah. you know? So anyway, <laughs> so I really, really, really loved that. And I almost think that was like one of the reasons why I rated this book of five on Goodread- Goodreads, because it stuck with me so long after that, reading that part. So. It,
1: I mean, it, the whole, the whole book was, I, I'm so glad. So this came about, Jen mentioned it at book club and I'm so glad she did. Um, I, I, we've talked before about the fact that I love passing books on, there's some that I don't ever really want on my bookshelf again because I want them to just keep going and going and going and going and going. going. But also I want the back of my bookshelf because I'm so happy that I had it and owned it and read it. Um, But this is definitely one of them. So I think we've, I mean, we're in a nice roll of, really awesome we really books. are we
0: really are and can i just i know that we you know i should have mentioned this when we were talking about the violent conspiracy but i i heard and read somewhere that the secret symphony is better than yes the conspiracy. somebody
1: posted that on the book the book yes. swap group. yes yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, i saw yeah. it and i was like that's one stop. of the ones i want to add
0: Oh, oh, it is. Okay, yes. perfect. Then I'm going to add it. Because so okay. I was like, I'm definitely re- 100% yeah. reading this book. Absolutely. And it's recently became available at the library. So okay. I almost started reading it already. <laughs> so I'm glad I have it. So I, we will do that. Um, um, I, I think
1: that's all I have to say about yes. this one. Are, I we, think are we good? I am just, I'm really glad that we read it. Yes. I,
0: I am as well. Um, all right, let's go on to our epilogue, Katie. Yes. The
1: epilogue.
0: Um, okay, so for our epilogue, our final book of the year until i don't know the end of january we're probably not coming back until sometime in february we'll figure that out um uh it's tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow by gabrielle zevin i believe that's gabrielle something yes i believe it's Zevin. um excited to read it this is another one that you know producer chris is going to be part of this conversation right? i believe he is because he He picked if he didn't read it i think he's he mentioned it to us and whatever um but this is one that's been on my list for a while too, um, and it kind of the premise of it kind of reminds me a little bit of Ready Player One, okay? Because it's very like um, people creating uh, video games, like avatars, and, like, yes. stuff? okay. So it's very it's very um, pop culture uh, uh, rounded, you know what okay. I mean? There's a lot of pop pop culture references, and from what I understand, it's a lot of like gaming references, which you know we will kind of go over yeah. our heads a little yeah. bit.
1: Um, but A-A-B-B, i still think it'll down, be down up down yes yeah i think it'll <laughs> yes exactly yes
0: um i i still think it'll be an enjoyable read for both of us so i'm looking forward to it um uh I so, just want
1: to, real quick, because yeah. I was meant to say it at the beginning and I didn't, um, I do have We Spread from the library. And I also took, I took out three books from the library. Yeah. Uh, I was feeling motivated. So I, I have that. And then I also have Under the Whispering Door. Mm. So I'm going to read the next book club book. I love and, it, then and then the, and Tomorrow, the and Tomorrow, and Tomorrow, and Under the Whispering Door. Somewhere all in there. And yeah. then the third one I have is When Women Were Dragons. Have you seen anything about this book? No. Okay. Wait,
0: I feel like maybe I have. I want it, to Apparently
1: list. it's like... And in there was all of a sudden a day where like a whole chunk of women just turned into dragons and flew off. And there's no rhyme or reason as to how or why. And I'm just it just it seemed like something that you would have seen at some point.
0: I a hundred percent it sounds familiar to me, okay. and I think I probably added it to my yeah. library list. I'm almost positive okay. I did, because that sounds like a premise that I would be absolutely it just, like, it, yep. I was
1: like, that sounds fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, why did that happen? Mm-hmm. And they just left the men all behind. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> um, okay, so
0: on that note, everybody, please follow us on our socials. You can find us on TikTok. Why do I fucking always put <laughs> to TikTok? Because I'm like, you can find us on Twitter, and you can find us on Instagram. Um, and obviously on Apple and Spotify, uh, you can download our apps. Um, uh, we, you can, can you email Eps? us EPS episodes. Eps. <laughs> I went, I went short, saving some time. doesn't save much time when I have no. to explain it. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can also email us at, at, to be read pod at gmail.com. Um, let us know, like, again, we're, we're going on hiatus. So send us an email let us know some books that we should Absolutely. throw on our list because, you know, we've got another year of this hopefully in us and yeah. we'll see where we're going um but please uh enjoy your holidays no i'm not yet not yet no Why we can am I do that next that? time yeah we'll do that next time cut
1: that part out next time <laughs> please join us <laughs> please join us next time guys well, we make your to be Red pile one book shorter bye everybody bye. to be Red is hosted by sarah westcott and katie willie produced edited and mixed by chris turro logo
0: concept art by and kenfield graphic design by steve pius theme song read
1: to me written and performed by austin Maffa.